Guys, it's been a minute. Um, and I want to point out the obvious. I did not record last week's episode and upload it. Matter of fact, I do have a full episode in my is it my archives but I can be honest with myself and say that it, it just wasn't good nope um I didn't enjoy it. it was bland I can be honest with myself yeah I didn't like it so I didn't post it so I'm just gonna skip it so I'm gonna act like this is episode one and I don't even feel like re-recording it either because I just got tired of talking about the same stuff over and over again so yeah i'm gonna reel it back and i'm gonna be reviewing episode two season six of real housewives of potomac so season fuck i'm just keep going you know that's what they do on radio whatever yeah <laughs> so episode two, they do a recap of the nude whatever that was in Wendy's house. Such an awkward little party that was, wasn't it? No one else felt a little awkward. Like, I'm skipping, I'm jumping, but like, she was really like into those like titty nipple cupcakes. And I felt really uncomfortable by, by that. Um... <laughs> Like, that is so weird. Something weird about Wendy. I can't really put my my finger on it, but that girl is... She's weird. She's giving weird vibes with this little nude party. Obviously, it's a party about her titties. And she finally opens up about her little BBL thing, which looks good. But there's something a little, little funny about Wendy. Anywho... So it leaves off with the Karen versus Giselle dragging. And I would say it's it's a little, a little tired. It's a little tired. Like the drags are tired. It's always, you don't have a man. You don't know how to keep a man with Karen. And I would say Giselle holds her own, but I really can't remember anything that she says against against Karen. I think it has something along the lines of Ray's penis doesn't work or he doesn't love her. I don't know about the penis thing, but he did he did say that he didn't know if he was in love with her anymore, which is a a very deep drag, especially for Karen. And how she like pretty much like puts her self-worth in her marriage and having a man and keeping a man. So her husband saying that he wasn't in love with her, that was a drag in and of itself. And if I was Giselle, I'd be saying it tons of times too. Um, then Karen went to talk about her hot box and how she got something from CC, some ish that she made up obviously because I don't know what sing see or sing sing is and where she's getting this news about the hot box I think she's just saying anything at this point and it's really exhausting to even talk about 
Oh, yeah, and then she also said something about you're a broken whore from Hampton University. Somebody please explain that to me. What does that mean? Let's break that down. A broken whore. So that means that she's done whoring? Like, she just stopped her her career as a hoe? One, two, she was in college, so I mean, what is she supposed to be, married already? Like, I don't know, you can't have fun or else you'll be called a a broken whore or whatever she wanted to say, a hot box. Honestly, it's just very old drag, like old auntie lady drags and people on Twitter continue to like hype her up like, oh, Karen continues to never let... um old girl breathe and she always dragging her blah 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 people people really love karen's drags and i mean i guess if you like her you'll like her drags but they really just don't do anything for me anyways you call me a broken hole for from hampton university i'd be like bitch where the fuck you getting that information from one two that don't even make sense like these aren't drags bro you just keep saying i don't got a man and now he's trying to make up, make up some rumor, or even if it's not a rumor about her being a broken whore from Hampton University, okay? Your husband said he doesn't love you anymore, bitch. That's, that is actual facts. Those are drags. Your husband said he don't love you no more. I just don't get it. But people just don't like Giselle, it just seems, because Karen's drags really don't be hitting. Mm. At all. I don't care about... Any of the propaganda that people put out there. Karen's drags do not hit. And then, again, this is radio, radio. I'm going to keep going. Boom. Then you have Mia kind of defending Giselle, saying that, whoa, 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 this is a lot. I just met these girls, blah, blah, blah. She says that Giselle seems like she has a beautiful heart. Um, And obviously, you know, Karen got pissed. Karen's such a fucking hater. She's so bitter. She is so bitter. I don't see how people don't see it. She's so fucking bitter. Her best friend gone. And now she don't have nobody besides Ashley's old fucking ass. Like, who wants to be friends with her? She would literally stab you in the back. In the front, too. She'll stab you over fucking kneecaps or something. That bitch is terrible. Karen's so fucking bitter. She's so bitter. Because they did like little flashbacks of her trying to talk shit about Giselle in the car. Like, ugh, she doesn't have a man and she don't, she's a hater, blah, blah, blah. Just talking shit about Giselle. Kind of hyping her friend up hyping her friend up to like not like her having never met this girl ever she's so bitter she's bitter as fuck bro people are gonna see that bro they're gonna see they're gonna see what i see like karen i don't know what karen has again oh actually we find out why karen's pissed (laughs) we find out again i'm jumping but since i'm already talking about it Karen was talking about how she just never forgave Giselle for wishing death upon her husband. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? That has never happened ever on the show. Like, this bitch is just making shit up now because 
First of all, Ray's like 80 years old. I mean, like anything would be wishing death upon him. Him going to the fucking grocery store, which I'm pretty sure he's never been to, is wishing death upon him. <laughs> like, I don't... And girl, th- the fucking quote that she brought up was from like three years ago when they were friends. Like three, four years ago when they were actually friends and they hung out or something. I was like, girl, there's no way you're still upset about that. And and her and her quote was just like, Ray will be dead and gone before her face loses its like value or something like that. Which is true. Like Ray does not have that much time on this earth. Not to be like rude or anything, but like he's pretty old. For Karen to be like fifty seven years old or something, I don't know how old Karen is, I'm gonna be honest. But to be in her 50s, her mid-50s, and her husband to be like 30 years older or 20 years older or whatever than her. He don't got that much time. He don't. So I don't understand how that was wishing death upon your husband. It's a fact. Giselle is about 40-some, 50-whatever-some too. She got a few years left. She got like 20-some years left. Is Ray, can we honestly see Ray living another 20-something years? Can we? Is that wishing death upon him? Those are just facts. And she's so sick for that. She's so sick. She she just pulled anything from her mind to just be upset about. Because never has she brought that shit up. Ever. And if she really had a problem with that, she would have been brought it up. But she's never talked about it. She's just mad. Because her bestie is out of the show and she ain't got nobody besides Ashley oh snake ass. <laughs> like, that is just ridiculous. What the fuck? And then Karen goes lashing out at Robin because Robin's trying to defend Giselle. So now you got two people kind of defending Giselle here. And then she goes talk about, when are you getting married? Oh, God. Here we go again. She's like, me and Ray are going to... Me and Ray are going to have our renewed vow ceremony with people who actually love us in our real relationship. I'm getting really married. I mean, hey, it could be true. It could be true. Matter of fact, it is true. But, like, (laughs) I just don't understand. Like, (laughs) she just came quick. Like, are you getting... Are you getting married? Or you actually have a date? Blah, blah, blah. Like, she was lashing out at everybody at the table. That bitch was upset. So I really can't defend, like, Robin. She did hop in, though. She did hop in. And she knows she's the last person I need to hop in. Because they just going to bring up Juan. And how Juan never going to marry her ass. Unfortunately. I mean, he might. That's the thing. He might. But again, that's a might. Karen at least got that she will, like... Robin don't know if she will like I mean that 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 was a drag that was a little drag it was a drag by the little hair follicles so I'll give that to Karen because it was kind of funny it was kind of funny <laughs> and <laughs> no I'm sorry then we got old Wendy's weird ass wanna hop in and defend Karen against Mia what the fuck is like true friendship is about loyalty something like that she just don't like Mia like I I don't understand why she hopped in like trying to really come for that girl she just met her 
she just met her. They have not spoken maybe like two words, two sentences to each other. I don't know why she immediately tried to start something with her. She's so weird. She's so weird. <laughs> but yeah, that was the end of the nude party. It was pretty eventful, I'd say. Great start to a great season, to a great franchise, okay? Rise of Potomac always gives. Thank you. So, then we kind of move forward and we get a glimpse of Mia and her life in her beautiful apart. I guess not apartment. What is that? A condo and a high rise, a penthouse. I don't know if all of those are the same thing or different, but I'm saying all of them. And her children, they're all so cute. And her kid is so cute. She was like, who runs the world? And then her daughter was like, bad guys. Like, her daughter is in the know. She may be two years old, but she knows things. Okay, because she's right. Okay. And like Karen said, Mia is a boss. Okay, she obviously is self-made. Whether she was a stripper or not. Again, I'm jumping. Bartender. She has her own practice and she does chiropractory. I don't know if that's a thing. And she's obviously doing very well for herself. And she's smart because she married a rich man. So cheers to her. Beautiful house, beautiful family, beautiful children, husband, life. She's doing well for herself. And she got her, her new clit, okay? So she's doing very well for herself, okay? Bunch of hating ass bitches. <laughs> they piss me off that every time they talk about her her busted clip it's not busted obviously she got it reconstructed guys so so let's move on i don't know why they act like anywho so then we go into candace and her acting and her album and her and chris being partners and working together for some reason I don't know. I mean, when they were explaining it, it was kind of like he fell into the role of managing her. But I don't understand how they don't know that's not a good idea. It's just never good for the relationship, especially these two were like this bitch will like throw knives and shit like she they just don't work well in like heated situations, obviously. So him managing her is just. A recipe for disaster. It's just not good. It's it's not going to work out. And we'll see in a few seasons. Maybe this season. How that all like crumbles. It's just like really amateur. Like why would you want your husband. Who has absolutely no experience. Managing anything. Not even managing his own business. Which I'm not going to talk bad about. Because it's a restaurant. You know restaurants is really hard to do. So I respect that. But he has no management. Um skills any experience but he's managing candace like come on now come on this is not good this this is obviously not good she's not smart and i did make a tweet that you know this this acting usually when these people on these reality tv shows be like oh i'm I'm doing a gig i'm acting blah 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 i don't really be on nothing so i doubt we'll see it but good for her. Good for Candice. Good for Candice. Hopefully it works out for her. Obviously they were able to afford that house with the little pocket change 
um, that Monique Samuels um, explained that they were getting on the show, she was able to afford that house. And obviously, she is the breadwinner. So congrats to that. Then we go into Ashley, her being pregnant. Obviously, Michael's never present. Obviously, he doesn't want to be in the in front of the cameras because every time he's on camera, he does something salacious and disgusting. And if he does anything else, his business will probably go under because everyone at this point knows that he's a molester. Um, doesn't that sound weird when I say that out loud? But people just seem to forget, I guess. I mean, okay, he's fucking weirdo too. But Ashley's a big weirdo too, so. Perfect for each other. Perfect. Uh-huh. So she's pregnant with baby number two. And she has a nanny. And she was scared that Michael would end up cheating on her with the nanny. Knowing damn well Michael doesn't even go that way. He don't. Now, I'm not even going to get into it, but that's just not Michael's taste, okay? We know what Michael's taste is, and it looks more like Juan versus whatever nanny he was trying to get into. Wait, oh my god, wait, was he like, he got into that hotel room? I completely forgot, bro. He probably goes both ways. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. He was in that hotel room with that girl, and then all of a sudden they they didn't sleep together, but they, you know, they just slept in the same bed together or something like that. Some lie. Whatever. Oh, yeah, so, I mean, I guess she has something to be worried about since he's already cheated on her a handful of times. So, I mean, what's going to stop him now? Obviously, she's not going anywhere. And she's over here talking to her mom about sex and how they're doing sex now because she doesn't want him to cheat on her. So she's got to keep him satisfied in the bed. Like, that's just disgusting. Like, obviously, we know that she is sexually attracted to Michael, which is kind of gross. Um, and I, I don't even want to think about it too much. And this one line pretty much haunts me to, to this day. As she was talking to her mother, um, she said God gave her more than one hole because having sex feels uncomfortable at the moment. So she, so that's insinuating she does a lot of other things, which is disgusting. Like, so this is that that relationship. They just nasty as fuck for that. They are promoting a disgusting. A disgusting relationship over there. And Bravo should really kick them out. I wouldn't even be mad. Because at this point, Ashley... Her time is up. It's time for her to fucking go. And wrap it up. And I am back. I don't know why every time I speak, I kind of like hold my breath. Maybe it's because I don't want y'all to hear my, my breathing. Like... And I feel like I forget how to breathe with my nose. So I'm going to try. See, that's like weird. Whatever. I'm going to hold my breath. So the next scene, we get a more of an inside look of Giselle's renovated house. And I am going to put air quotations around that. And we all know that Giselle has terrible taste. But 
the interior of her west wing, quote unquote, looks really nice. And, you know, I'm proud of her from where she came from, her Mini Cooper. And now she has a attachment to her house where she can put all her stuff, all her stuff, um, all her stuff. Yeah, it looks nice on the inside, on the inside. I, I will emphasize that I am no architect. I am no interior designer have little knowledge about those things but I can say for a fact that the outer part of her home looks like a trailer park like it is really uncomfortable to see at this stage in her career she's continuing to build you know she had to rebuild multiple times in her life and I respect her journey and I support her journey but before you can do the inside, let's start with the outside first. At least some fake brick, some grass. I don't know when they filmed it, but it couldn't have been that cold. Why is there no fucking leaves on the trees? Like, what about the gardening? Anything? Some paint? Like, maybe she had those, like, little shutter, like, little shingle shit on her house. Like, it looked, it just looked really, like, trailer park trashy and I just I couldn't back her up then you know she heard the exterior of her t- her house is awful it's god awful and it's really it was really embarrassing to me because you know it was really embarrassing but again the interior of that one section of her house the west wing or whatever she called it was nice it was nice the rest of the house I don't know anything about the kitchen I saw looked nice and then the outer part of the house looks a mess. So we'll give her 2-1 there. 2 to the editors in the house and 1 to her for the West Wing. Okay, I'll just give her that, that little attachment. And then we go into her and Robin talking about Jamal and her relationship with them. I don't really feel like getting into it because it's honestly boring. Yeah, he cheated on her, had a baby on her, blah, blah, blah. Everyone always brings it up, especially Karen's ass, okay? She will not let anybody forget that he cheated on her. Okay. Okay, anywho. I think they're better off being friends. I don't really see the chemistry there else, elsewise. I guess she wanted it to really work between them. And I could see that that was genuine. Like, she... This was the person that she married and had a family with. And, you know, she obviously loved him at, at one point and she wanted to make it work. And I do think that was genuine and her wanting to fix that relationship with him. But it just they they just do not work out because he lives in Atlanta. She lives in Potomac. It just wasn't going to work out in that way. And I think what they're doing now is better off being friends because that was never going to work to begin with. And her kids obviously hate their father. I'm jumping. But. <laughs> them kids just don't like him. They don't. It's obvious. Grace would prefer her, do- uh, her dad being in the NFL. Which I personally would think would be really cool too. Like imagine my dad being in the NFL or the NBA or something like that. That would be pretty cool. But i guess she just has to stick with the mega multi-millionaire um pastor that her dad is i mean i guess i mean sure but he also just seems like i mean i don't know what their relationship he doesn't seem present so i guess 
Oh, yes. So, and his infidelity as well. So, he got like eight kids or something. So, I'd be pissed too. But again, I don't know anything about Raymond, Ramal, Jamal. Oops. I just know that they, he doesn't work in that family and he doesn't work with Giselle. Boo hoo. <laughs> Boo hoo. So, Giselle and Robin are talking about the other night and that nude party. Again, it was a weird, weird space. And then we kind of dip into Ray and Karen talking about it. And, you know, Karen, of course, can never stop talking about, you know, I just, I don't know. I think that Karen wants to be seen as the mother figure on the show, the big sister. So I don't really like how, you know, she'll go off one second and the next second she's like, oh, but I feel bad for her. I'm going to extend the olive branch. And that was basically what this conversation was talking about. She was saying how... Giselle was unhappy with herself and how she continues to take losses in her life. Blah, 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 blah. But she's like, I want to extend the olive branch, you know, this love party. And I really want to get... And then the fact that Giselle and Robin both declined their invite. And she was throwing shade at them. Like, Robin is happy to come. But you dragged her at the table. Obviously, she doesn't want to come. And of course, Giselle doesn't want to come. Y'all don't like each other. Why would Giselle come? to a party that you are throwing or vice versa like I don't understand why Karen wouldn't act surprised like oh I'm extending the olive branch trying to be like mother Teresa or the big sister the quote-unquote bigger person but if she was in the house she would just again try to drag her for the same shit like oh you're broken you called her a broken whore from Hampton University or you have a hot box from like Sing Sing or that nobody ever loves you and you can't keep a man blah, blah, blah. why would she be a part of your freaking love party like that doesn't make any sense duh she wouldn't want to be a part bitch i will come to your party and then beat your ass in your house because what the fuck so that was really just like ridiculous of her to do that to even suggest to even think that giselle would show up even for the sake of the show like mm, that's some that's some silly shit that she thought dumb dumb anywho Ain't no olive branch, bitch. We fighting. On site. I don't care. So, yeah, I'm glad I declined the invite because they, you can definitely see they don't want drama with Karen. I wouldn't want drama with Karen. It's tired. It's tired. It's old and it's tired. And Karen wanted to extend that shit. Ain't no love at that party. She just wanted to fight. There was no love going to be at that party if Giselle was there. Absolutely none. So I don't even know why she want to be fake like that. Anywho. So from there, we have Wendy and her family talking about the next chapter in her life and how she now wants to, you know, she said last season that she wants to branch off from her job as a professor and to do more with her life, you know, to, you know, be more fulfilled and, you know, Go for her passions and stuff like that. Which I always appreciate when people do that. (sighs) But I wasn't thinking that she was going to do this. I mean, Jesus. She says she wanted to branch off from her current career as a professor and a political analyst to sell. Wait for this. 
fucking candles. I almost lost it. Candles. 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 I was like, girl, what do you mean you want to stop working to sell candles? I mean, you could do that on the side on the weekends. Girl, come on now. Or maybe take less hours at work or something to sell candles. And then she wanted to talk about she invested so much in this candles candle business that she wants to start and that she needs at least twenty thousand dollars more what type of fucking candles is she making that she needs twenty thousand i don't know if she was i don't even know if she was like being dramatic or whatever but it sounded like actual numbers like 20 where's the money going to to sell fucking candles bitches on etsy are doing that for like a hundred a hundred dollars down payment like and they sell the a thousand candles a week like bitch what do you need twenty thousand dollars for what are you doing for the most basic looking design like what are you using the wax out of like something from the himalayas i don't even think they have wax like it was just like stupidity like there's something weird about wendy you see like i like her but like bitch why would you like her drop twenty thousand dollars on on a candle business that just doesn't seem like a smart financial decision at all like girl start small start small who even knows if we gonna like your candles like and i was on her mom but i was looking at her like what the fuck like come on bro candles Candle like you can even come out with a whole line of things like home improvement stuff maybe like a swiffer jet some some an invention would make more sense for like twenty thousand dollars but you're talking about candles oh i i chose i chose the wick in the cap and i did all the fun stuff bits that don't cost twenty thousand dollars like that just she she's smart obviously with her four degrees but she don't seem the brightest i don't think she don't seem the brightest and i'm quick to call people dumb but that just don't seem smart that don't seem smart her and her four degrees that don't seem smart welcome back now we are in the the later half of the show with only a few scenes left thank god talking is so much like especially talking to myself god i am very exhausted and exhausted but you know i'm so proud of myself for making it this far so i'm gonna go into this karen party this love throwing shade whatever Karen, Karen in this fucking party, Karen this love party, it was a cute party, I, I thought in general it ended up being a nice party, the ladies ended up getting along pretty well, better than I anticipated, honestly I thought it was going to be boring and they were going to cut this part out, but you know they had to fight at least in the beginning to make it a little bit interesting to keep the footage, and it was like oddly placed because it started off as just like hatred for hatred for Giselle. Like Giselle's not even in the fucking in in the party. Like Giselle ain't say nothing. She didn't didn't come to the party. She didn't act like she knew about the party. It was nothing. Just Giselle just did not show up to the party, and she was 
the topic of discussion. These hoes were fighting each other about Giselle. That's how you know she's the main bitch. When you're the main bitch, you the topic of everybody's conversations. That's how y'all know. She's the queen. She's the queen. She keeps the motherfucking ball rolling even when she's not in the picture okay that's a bad bitch right there okay she's annoying and she may be evil that's a bad bitch right there y'all gotta respect that at this point y'all just gotta respect she wasn't even in the room wasn't even in the room they should be worried about their husbands but they worried about her he got even um Mia, the new girl, talking about her. Like, I, I forgot her number. I would have forgot her name, everything. I'd be like, who's Giselle? She know her by name. Obviously, because of Karen. Karen Lioness goes back, I think, like a week ago, a week before that um, event, talking to Mia separately and saying, you know, Giselle wished death upon my husband. I just never forgived her to... I'm like, yo, how you just going to lie like that? How are you just going to lie? Just fucking lie to this girl. And obviously she's going to believe you because you're her friend. So she's going to fucking believe you. But like, oh my gosh. Just to see her lie like that, even if it was a flashback, you, you know she did not. You know she didn't wish death upon your husband. That's fucking crazy. That's a crazy thing to say. Wow. <sighs> wow, I, I really can't get over that. She really lied to that girl. And then Mia comes to the party, basically, you know, having been presented with new information, she's like, you know, I don't agree with Giselle on, like, what she says, and I don't think she's cool no more. Which is, like, an understanding thing. Like, if you're presented with new information, whether it's true or not, your attitude towards that person or that situation is going to change. If you are about 30 or something years old, you would understand that by now. But obviously not. These women are children. Wendy came with such weird energy again because she's a weirdo. And I'm going to still say I like her, but she just doesn't like Mia for some reason. She just does not like her. She was like, you just don't have any loyalty. Like, how you, how, that's not a good friend. Like, how you, how are you going to, you know, defend Giselle or be with her? And now you're changing your tone towards her and i'm like bro you don't even know this girl this is your second time meet this girl and what wendy thought she was gonna do because she wants to be on karen's side so damn bad she want to be friends with karen so motherfucking bad and it's sad to see it's really sad to see because since the beginning wendy wanted to be friends with karen karen didn't want nothing to do with her even having seen this girl on multiple occasions Maybe hung out, hugged her, whatever. She didn't act like she didn't know her from nowhere. She didn't want nothing to do with her. And now, oh, they reconciled. They sat down. They reconciled. Now she's her shooter. And now she's against Giselle for some reason. That's so fucking weird. That's so weird. That is so weird. So now she's defending Karen, quote unquote, and coming for Mia. And I think that she's doing that because Mia's new and was brought by Karen and Karen's obviously latching on to Mia. And Wendy thought that was going to be her spot. Wendy thought that she was going to be the new fave of Karen. She sees that Miss Mia is in the way. She's jealous of her. That's why she keeps coming for her and trying to embarrass her. Which, Mia is the fucking wrong girl, okay? Mia has 
the talk to back it up. Like, I appreciate her. Every little bit of shade that Miss Wendy wanted to throw at her, she came right back. She was quick on her toes. She was really that girl in that situation. She was like, um, what are you doing? Like, this is, like, ridiculous. Why are you coming for me? This is off nothing. Um, Wendy's not letting her speak, but Mia, Mia, Mia's catching up. She was basically, you know, holding her ground. I don't remember, like, the specifics of what she was saying, but she was holding her ground to the point where Wendy just had to shut the hell up because she was not making no damn sense. It was just really aggressive for 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 no reason. But very interesting to watch. I, I enjoyed it. But yeah, Wendy just wants a reason not to like Mia. And then she ended up bringing um, the fact that her clit was busted or something like that. And that's why she needed to get it reconstructed. And I'm like, oh, wow, what a drag. Bitch, you didn't even have a butt. You just got a BBL, okay? Come on now. Don't act like you just better than this girl. You got your titties done. You held a party for it. And then you lied about your BBL. Come on now. Surgery is what you're going to talk about. Surge. That's all you could talk about, girl. It's really sad. And it's weird. Again, Wendy is is showing her weird side this season. We We see that. We see she just desperately doesn't want to be friends with her. And she doesn't want anybody else to be friends with her. Um, but I also just didn't like the fact they kept saying that Giselle was wishing death on on Ray. I wish they can roll that back. I wish they can see stuff in real time to see that this bitch is lying. She did not wish death on your husband. Like, that's that's just cruel and unusual. Like, why would she say that? Like, she wouldn't say anything like that you just misinterpreted what she said and then you want to bring it up three years later trying to act like it just happened yesterday like it's weird it's weird but i guess we'll follow up with it in the next episode and the final scene was with the couples they had a newlyweds game where it was Ray and Karen, it was Wendy and her husband, it was Candace and Chris, and Mia and her husband answering a bunch of newlywed questions, like fun things that they know about their partner to see who knows each other the best. It was cute. Um, it was Wendy and her husband in first place, and Mia and her husband in second place, and they were cute. They were cute. Mia already doesn't like Wendy for a good reason, too. She pointed out that in one of the questions, it was, if your husband could have sex with anybody else in the group. Weird question, by the way. What the fuck? Um, Something like that. Who would it be? And Wendy was saying to her husband you better not put anything on there she was basically like threatening her husband not to do anything so they ended up with the same answer of nobody and Mia caught that and she was like you're so insecure and that's probably the reason why she acts the way that she does she sees Mia as a threat versus everybody else was like playing along and saying oh this person would date Giselle this person would date Karen They, they would date Katie, for some reason, you know, different people. But Wendy was the only one not, like, really playing fair in that. 
I mean, but I also wouldn't want to hear my husband say he would sleep with somebody in my friend group. Bitch, I'd be pissed, too. I'd be pissed, too. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a shocker for Ray to pick Katie's crazy ass. <laughs> I thought Ashley would say something like that. But, anywho, that is that for episode two of season six of Real Housewives of Potomac. Um, I really surprised that I got through all of this um by myself it was nice I did talk a lot and I'm kind of tired of hearing myself but I am proud (laughs) to be able to get through this but the next episode I will be inviting a guest to do a review with me um but I hope you guys enjoyed me speaking by myself and see you guys in the next one (laughs)